Welcome to Slaking Thirst, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. Today's reflection is largely based upon uh, a priest named Father John Ricardo in Michigan. I say that so if you ever go to our podcast or our website to uh, listen to our homilies again for whatever reason, uh, and you hear the name, maybe you can YouTube him, and it would be well worth the uh, black hole of YouTube videos that that will put you on. Uh, he's one of the best preachers in the United States, hands down. So it largely comes from him. If we were to take the known universe and put it into a sandcastle, how big would that sandcastle be? It'd be five miles long by five miles high by five miles wide. If you want to know where five miles is, I looked at it this week. If you get in the car and drive down 21, when you get to Drug Mart, that's five miles. That long wide, that long long, and that big high. And here's the astonishing part of how big the known universe is. In that scenario, every grain of sand would be a star. That's how vast and large the known universe is. And here's the thing. That's God's Lego set. When you and I say the word God, or we begin to pray, no matter what image you and I have, it's too small. God is infinitely bigger than even that sandcastle analogy. He is so vast. He's, we don't even have words. It's actually, the word is ineffable. We can't find language that even begins to help our minds to picture the immensity of God. I remember when I hiked the Grand Canyon. If any of you have ever been there, you know what I mean. If you haven't been there, no picture does it justice. I remember looking out and being like, this is unbelievable. It doesn't end. And that looks even smaller than a gnat compared to God. This being, this reality known as God, is so big, so immense, so vast, so large, so infinitely beyond what we can even grasp. And what's even more amazing than how big God is, is that He's inclined. He's moved he has des affectionate desires for one little bug in all of the universe. You. His heart is set on you with all the power, all the brilliance, all the strength, and all the tender affection of a really good dad. In some sense, this is the work of the whole Christian life. 
Yes, the Christian life is to care for our brothers and sisters. That's part of it. But the heart of it is for us to get so deeply embedded in our mind, hearts, and even our bones that when we say God, we mean something bigger than a five-mile sandcastle made of stars. And that that Almighty One has invited us and has almost can seem arrogantly invited us to call Him Father. Most of us, when the priest does the opening prayer at Mass, we're like, can I sit down yet? But this is what the opening prayer this week was. Almighty, ever-living God, whom taught by the Holy Spirit, we dare to call our Father. We do that in the middle of every Mass, right? The priest says, at the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, and then we say the Our Father. Isn't that weird? Dare? Why? Because the reality we're speaking to is the creator of the universe, the Almighty God. And He's the one who we get to call Dad. It's pretty remarkable. It continues in the opening prayer. We ask him to bring to perfection in our hearts the spirit of adoption as sons and daughters. In essence, what we're saying is help us to allow you to father us. Give us the grace to give you access to our boo-boos. Even though as adults, our boo-boos can feel like the worst pains in the world. We think things like pride, envy, anger, lust, adultery, greed, murder, theft. These are big deals. And in one sense they are. To an infinite God, to bugs on that third little rock next to one star in that gigantic universe, He's like, it's a boo-boo. Can I care for you? Would you let me heal you? Would you let me draw close? Because there's nothing in this teeny little planet that is too big or too difficult for God. And he's revealed that his heart is all in for you. Pope Benedict XVI said when Jesus came to the earth, he wanted to reveal the face of God. Meaning, he finally wanted to clear away all the misconceptions, all the lies, all the confusion we had on who is he, what's he like. And in the gospel today, it says, fear not. This is Jesus. He says, fear not, little ones. It's the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Meaning the Father loves giving you and me gifts. But He cannot give us gifts if we're relating to Him 
out of a false notion of who he is because then it would just confirm the lie and we'd continue to be enslaved. And so he waits for us to do the work of allowing these false notions. He's not real. He's angry. He's vengeful. We have to earn it and prove it. What if I made mistakes? Will he still love me? Won't he run away from me if I've been bad? He lets all those insecurities bleed out so that what's left is you and I like a little child saying, Dad, would you love me? It's nighttime in my life, and I'm afraid there's a boogeyman. Would you help me? And only a dad who's very broken would say, toughen up. A good dad runs into your room and says, let's fight them together. And so this week, maybe you and I can take some time and figure out what's in me and what's in you when we say the word God. For some generations, it was only the infinite and he seemed aloof. And so for those generations, we needed to remind them he's a loving father. For some, he was always taught to us as loving and sweet and good, but we didn't always hear he was almighty and bigger than a five-mile-long star castle. And just like dads come home, maybe loosen their tie or take off their work boots and sit down at a little tyke's table and do a tea party, so our God bends down out of love and makes himself accessible at every Mass. So that divine being speaks in human words. That divine being transforms bread and wine into his own body, blood, soul, and divinity so that we little creatures can be built up in that spirit of, you're my dad and you love me, which means my life must really be important. The creator of the stars didn't die for the rings of Saturn, the pyramids of Egypt, or the Grand Canyon. He came into this world for you because he wants you and me to share with him forever. And that life begins at every Mass in symbols and rituals so our hearts can taste the glory and be reminded that our God is really good.